we'll keep our eyes open. And for now, one of the... Previously on Mayans MC. I talked to Devante Cano this morning. He gave me this. We'll keep our eyes open. And for now, only the eyes in this room until you convince your charter is Judas free. Where's Coco off to? He got a call, seemed upset. I saw him yesterday at the Olympic diner. He was arguing with a woman, and he chased after her. What the hell are you doing? Just drive. Leticia! We did some very bad things. Some very bad people. Don't fuck with my family. I'll ruin you and everything you love. Se llama Andres. Los Muertos. What does Arlita need all this cash? Next phase of the plan. Which is? I just get a little piece at a time. Don't do this again. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Talking Mayans MC. I am one of your hosts all the way live from Los Angeles, California, Kente, and I'm so happy to be here with you tonight. I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Jen. How are you doing, Jen? I'm really good. You know, I loved this episode so much that I actually watched it last night and then watched it again this morning because I felt like there was so much that I didn't get to digest. And I was so right. I'm so glad that I watched it a second time. It was worth a second look. So real excited to talk about this episode. Yes. I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it as well. And I'm looking forward to uh, chopping it up about the episode. And I'll read the episode synopsis. Uh, it says new secrets are brought to light, putting the MC at odds. Ooh, and the name of this episode is Cucaracha. Uh, uh, I think you pronounced the second word, Karach. I don't know. I'm probably saying it wrong. I know I'm saying it wrong, but uh, uh, forgive me, people out there. But uh, yes, it, it was a great episode, and I am so happy to uh, to uh, chop it up with you about it. Um, uh, you know, uh, as we're doing now, we're breaking everything up into different sections. And the first section, we're going to get right into it. The first section is Adelita and Felipe Reyes. And um, we do have a clip that I want to play uh, for you guys to. Uh, um, uh, oh, sorry about that. We do have a, a clip that I want to play for you guys. Um, and this should uh, help get the. Uh, get this conversation going okay sorry about that all right here we go we were animals we sold our soul to the cartel this was just another day on the job even remember their names. Marisol was pregnant with Angel. I was done. I had to get her out. Your father was single and young. He wasn't ready to leave the money. I never knew what happened to him. Then, who else could have known where he was? Maybe 
be the one who took the picture. We were always together, inseparable. We're just trying to find a way to fit in. <coughs> Rodrigo took another path. He was the only one that knew where I was. He helped me create Felipe Reyes. He may have done the same for your father. The sacred trust of a priest. Do you know the bishop? That feels like a yes. You're gonna kill me. Please don't do it here. I don't want my home to have the same bad memories as my shop. May I borrow this? So, um, man, that was a powerful scene. Uh, very, very, very well acted and really shed a lot of light into um, uh, Adelita as well as uh, mainly uh, Felipe. And um, Adelita, this was a big Adelita episode. I mean, she was all over the place. Uh, <laughs> she get right. around pretty well. So um, I want to get your thoughts on that scene and uh, and how you know you've seen it a couple of times now so uh, how does that resonate with you well it, for the first thing is the entire the the entire aura of what just happened that entire mood was so it's it switched uh, almost on a dime because when she walked in it felt like one thing was going to happen and i i will say point blank i could not have seen that coming from no good foreshadowing could have even begun to give us the clues about what might happen. I did wonder why Adelita and the bishop were friends. Like that was just sort of a, a mid side thought. What is what is the story about how they met? How did they figure stuff out? And now it seems like maybe the bishop, what he's doing with Adelita is sort of like his own penance, his own, he feels bad enough about what has happened, so he's trying to help her. Clearly, she is not going to see it that way. Clearly, she's going to see it as, uh, as a level of subterfuge, as something that needs an answer. But to go back to how those two interacted together, man, the, the heat in that scene was just palpable. Like, you could feel that they they are both so similar in their affect and both so similar in how they 
when they're presented with information, how they sort of deal with it, that it it was, I, I don't want to say it was painful to watch, but it was like, it, it was difficult to watch. It was very emotionally taxing to see the two of them go through sort of the painful memories that each one of them has, knowing that neither one of them can reconcile the information they have to help each other, except maybe the little piece that he was able to give her. But, I mean, he even says, you know, that, that there is, that he, they were all lost and looking for something. There's just something so tragic about what's happening in that scene. Did you get that feeling too? No, I, I very much so got that feeling. And uh, one thing that I love about it is because they've been teasing at at this past, you know, since the series began. And um, I, I love the fact that, you know, one thing that this show does and really good shows that follow these, the, this kind of storyline is that, you know, people are not just good and bad, you know, that uh, there's gray areas you know, as uh, people that you think are, you know, these really good people, they've had a violent past or whatnot. And one thing it's really saying is this is kind of like the aftermath of someone who may be presently on the show who is, you know, exhibiting certain behaviors. This is almost like, you know what, this could end up, you know, one of the, the many characters that are involved on this in the show could end up like him, you know, regretting all the bad things that they've done in the past, even including Adelita, because they they've both been formed by uh, their experiences, which we all have, you know, but their experiences are so extreme, you know, seeing her family being butchered like that and wanting revenge. And then also, uh, you know, with all the things that, you know, that got the blood on the hands of Felipe you know, making him the person that he is now. And uh, it's just it's just remarkable. Very, very well done. It it, it feels like uh, one of the overarching themes throughout, and this, I think, brought it sort of to the forefront for me, is this idea of uh, not just, and I think we'll get into this later, it's not vengeance so much as it is this need to balance the scales, this need to create uh, a restitution for the past and again throughout this episode which i know we're going to talk about soon the the idea of how things generational generationally become significant is so huge here it's it's not just that the children pay for the father's sins it's that the children create sins of their own that then not just the fathers have to deal with, but everyone has to deal with. So as the children are sort of creating their own method of, here's what I have to do to make things right in the world, they're not doing it the right way. They're actually creating other problems along the way. It's, it's actually really super awesome Kurt Sutter magic. It, it's just, it's beautifully, this is beautifully written. This is beautifully narrated. I, I can feel Kurt Sutter at the very heart of this story, which I, I absolutely adore. Hmm. Um, let me ask you a question. Uh, why do you think that uh, Felipe left a box there uh, to be revealed later? I mean, uh, do you believe that was done on purpose? Uh, you know? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I, I actually think that Felipe has, that, that he has, okay. I think that 
he has decided now at this point that that the sins of his past, if I could use that word, mm-hmm. uh, are are so significant and and that running away from them is no longer an option. That basically the time has come, event horizon happened, right? Mm-hmm. Everything caught up with him that he that he believed would never catch up with him, that somehow he could deal with and and find a way to reconcile. And now he realizes that that's, that, that is now not an option, that something else happened. And so the calculation is now completely different. And, you know, oddly, I think that him leaving that out was actually sort of... Uh, it, it, it wasn't just a revelation. It, I don't think we should see it as just, oh, well, he just left it out for the boys to find. I think he actually left it out as a way of saying, okay, this is now all the cards are on the table. I'm going to tell you not just everything, but I'm going to be 100% truthful in a way that maybe his voice can't be mm-hmm. because th- that it, I don't know if he could actually tell his sons that. But if his sons see it, they will know. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting how that all plays out. So uh, that was a very good aspect of this episode. And we're going to get back to Adelita uh, coming up soon. But uh, I wanted to, in this next segment, talk about uh, Johnny Cruz, Celia and Leticia. So can, uh, can I just say one more thing, though? Can you imagine keeping that kind of a deep, dark secret for that long and having no one to talk to about it? I mean, when when Easy says he talks to my mom like in the because she's in a jar, that to me just speaks volumes about how difficult his life has been so far. Not having anyone to share these really troubling, incredibly dark pieces of information with. I, I just I can't even imagine it. I mean, it's just it's it it is absolutely spellbinding how deep that character is right now. Yes, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Uh, this I, I can't wait to see how all of this plays out. All right, so here we go. I have a clip, and then we'll get into it.
Wow. Uh, now that one, I, I smelled Kurt Sutter all over that because he obviously loves to kill mothers uh, <laughs> on his shows, man. Jeez. Now that one, I, I felt and smelled Kurt Sutter's uh, hands all over that. Uh, um, man, i I be honest with you. That is really hard to watch, even though, you know, she wasn't a, a mother of the year. But just this idea of often your mother, you know, even no matter how terrible she may be or or whatever. Um, and especially it was done on a lie, too, um, is, you know, even makes it worse. Um, honestly, uh, what do they call that? Matricide, I believe, when you uh, yeah, when, when you kill your mother. Uh, I don't even know how you even bounce back from that mentally, even if. Let's say she was guilty and God forbid if she ever if he ever finds out that uh, that um, it wasn't true why he did it. Um, but um, first of all, there's so much to talk about to unpack. Let's first start off with Leticia. And um, d do you think that it was her intention that she would ultimately get killed over this or this is something that he didn't even she didn't even realize? No, I don't think she realized it. I mean, I think that her hesitant look backwards, if you watch it again and you watch uh, what happens as he's taking off on the motorcycle, you'll see that there is a serious hesitation on her part. She looks very unsure about what may happen now. I think that what she was trying to do is get out of that house mm -hmm. and, the, and that uh, to sort of force his hand, but in a different way, I do not think that she would ever believe that he would kill, uh, that he would kill her. There's just no way. I just don't see that at all. But I do think that, you know, look, first of all, like you said, Celia was not exactly the mother of the year. That's a big issue. Mm -hmm. It's also, though, the, the, again, you know, this, this theme about, about fathers and their children and the, and the, uh, and the carcophony of, drama that escalates when neither one is being honest with the other mm -hmm. it just continues to spiral so that there is at this point what what restitution could letty make for that she couldn't she couldn't do anything he's celia is dead right that that in and of itself that finality even if it doesn't weigh on her now it would seriously weigh on him if he knew yeah i think you're absolutely right about that part yeah, it's it was definitely something that uh, I mean, I guess they've been going towards this outcome. Um, and obviously, when he you know murders her, it wasn't even just for Leticia. It was probably growing up with a mother who was a prostitute, all the anger he's had towards her. I mean, you know, I think a lot of that was what what uh, came up with that. And um the moment afterwards, you know, when he's sitting, you know, by the, the bath, the toilet and it was just like, wow, man, that's, you know, that's horrible. That's horrific. And um, so now I wonder how this affects Leticia. Does she eventually, I guess the only way really to know uh, that it was a lie is that at some point she would have to disclose that, you know? So, you know, I wonder at some point, does he find out? And how does he respond to that? And, you know, what does that do to their relationship? And also, I wonder, how does she live with this? You know, I mean, I know that she had her issues with her her grandmother, 
But I don't think she, like you said, I don't think she wished death on her. I think she just wanted to live with her. I think she wanted to be in that mix with the Mayans. You know what I mean? Like she likes that, you know, everybody treats her really nicely. They protect her. She's around her father who, you know, up until recently in on the show, they didn't really have, they didn't have a relationship and he was like hiding her. And that moment when, remember that moment where he announces to, to, uh, the, the gang or the, uh, the gang, uh, the, uh, well, I mean, they are a gang, biker gang, the, to the club that, um, you know, this is my daughter. And that meant so much to her, you know, that when he, when he did that, that was something he hadn't done before. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's so much to unpack here. Uh, I wonder, well, mm-hmm. well the, you know, the, the other thing that I think is maybe sort of important about that, uh, that dynamic that between the two of them is that Coco, although he's trying to make up for sort of like the past, right. Mm-hmm. There's, there is, it's it's so interesting in some ways letty feels very much like she's uh i don't want to call her uh, she feels very sociopathic to me oh yeah i mean there's there's that aspect right so a sociopath does things because it benefits themselves too and and i can't help but wonder how long that tie between Coco and her will last without Celia in the middle uh, because the day-to-day sort of understanding of how you deal with a, a kid, even one as old as she is, is a lot more complicated than, hey, I get to hang around my dad's MC and this is great because it, it, that can't last. So the moment that he turns and, and does anything that feels like maybe quasi discipline for her that I feel like that's going to end it. Like that's going to break the spell for her. And she's just going to go right back to being the way that she was. Like, I I have no illusions that this character is somehow, I do think she's broken and I definitely feel very bad about that. But I also think that the collateral damage of Coco is just going to be ravaging when it comes to the fold. I just, I, I, I can almost see it happening. So no, I, I'm, I I'm nervous for him. I'm nervous for him. Uh, and, uh, you know, it'll be interesting how she navigates through these waters as well. So uh, I think that it's very, you know, that's going to be something else. I, I would have never thought that this storyline would have been so interesting within this season. I, and I'm glad that they're sticking with it. But, you know, this is such a big I mean, there were so many big moments in this episode. And a yeah. lot of it has to do with your past and family ties and connections and stuff like that. A lot of it, this whole episode centered around family. Before we get to the next segment, I want to, um, you know, I want to keep up with this theme of um, Cucaracha or uh, well, in this one, the name of the episode is Cucaracha, which is a cockroach. But um, the uh, the animal, insect or whatever uh, theme that with every episode and this one, uh, obviously, we see multiple instances of cockroaches or cockroaches. Um, what do you think the significance of that being for this episode? Well, I, I, two. The one is just like uh, Galindo says when he's in jail. You know, there is the the one aspect, which is the complete and total disregard for anything that is a lower life form than yourself which i which ironically i think is one of those moments where he's going to have to decide whether th- whether that's true or not 
are the people that he thinks are the cockroaches of the world, are they actually the cockroaches of the world? Or are they actually doing something that he needs to be done? Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know if, I don't know how, I'm, I don't know. I, at first I thought, oh yeah, you know, he's going to have that moment. And then of course the end of the episode happened. But mm -hmm. um, in terms of how we, he kind of sees that, that's what I think about that. But then there was another super interesting moment where Angel is holding up the mm -hmm. roach on his finger. Right. Right. And he's looking at it and he's like examining it as if like uh, almost as if he from a, a metaphorical standpoint, he recognizes that he is actually one of the he is one of them. He is just one of many the 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 workers at the very bottom who make things happen and his importance in it is is i mean obviously it's big he gave a big revelation those things can't be discounted but i still feel like he's like the importance of him interacting with it was something along the lines of recognizing that that he, that that's that his place is among them does that make sense? No, that, you know, it's funny because I was going to make a similar point. Um, we saw him interacting with it. We saw uh, Miguel, the you know, uh, shoot, you know, almost uh, he didn't kill it. But uh, but, the you know, his disgust towards it, you know, and then we saw the uh, the people trying to go through the tunnel. Um, and, being, and, and interestingly, we also saw it at the very beginning when EZ was going to grab the paper. Mm hmm. It, there, there was definitely big significance to that. It, yeah. it crawled over the paper. That was. I, I just want to point that out because I feel like that was actually super genius. I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to next week. It's a uh, rata, so a rat. Oh boy. So yeah, I'm not a big rat fan. So, <laughs> I'm, you may not get me ba breaking down those. Things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, um, yeah, so that that's next week. So um, our next segment is uh, we're going back to Adelita as well as uh, Miguel Galindo. And I, I have a scene because um, I could have gone to a lot of scenes with them, but I, I wanted to play this scene and then we'll talk about that whole saga and and also uh, how the uh, episode ended. So uh, here we go. Each of these is also a pull away. It's your entire operation. If they go, it will matter. It'll cripple you. Enough to allow Lobo Sonora and fringe players to move in, serve your business. All that happens while you are in the US courts fighting a drug trafficking charge. He took my son to set me up for all this. Yes. To force my hand? No. To show what our hands can do together. If the Galindo cartel falls, another will take its place. Violence continues. Corruption still thrives. 
our government. Every branch, every level is infected. Social services, education, healthcare, the money never ends up helping the people who need it. Lopez Obrador won't change anything. We know we can't defeat evil. All we can do is point in the right direction. Let evil feed our children, care for our sick. We let the devil secure a future. And I'm not devil. Los Olvidados is everywhere. We are 2,000 strong, growing every day. We become your eyes, your ears, your weapons. You continue to distance yourself from the blood. In return, you give us a piece of the profit. Help us put it in the hands of the people who need it. The system is broken. Together, we create a new one. Partners. things we've done, our hatred runs deep. How do we ever trust Adelita? We begin by telling the truth. My name is Luisa Espina. And until we earn that trust, we'll need a third party. Someone with a vested interest in keeping us honest. I'll let you give it some thought. good scene very 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 good scene so um that was really heavy yes 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 um so like i said once again it's another uh a lot to unpack there um do you believe adelita is that she really wants a partnership with uh the family that killed you know her family Hello. I'm 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 here. I'm sorry. I actually got knocked off for a second. Say oh. that again. Do you believe that she that um, Adel, do you believe uh, Adelita that she does want to partner with him? 
I, <laughs> I, t I, I actually grappled with this this morning. Um, there is a part of me that thinks that Adelita believes somehow deep down that, and I think she's already demonstrated it. And I thought back to last week's episode where basically the, the little kid falling off of uh, the roof was sort of the uh, exposition of that. I think that Adelita believes that to do the greater good, sometimes you have to allow harm to be a part of your equation. Um, I know there's a, a more articulate and perhaps better uh, poetic way of saying that, but at the end of the day, I think that Adelita does believe that there is some kind of upper hand that she can play in the cartel. My feeling, however, is that's a mistake. Whether you are trying to, and I feel like this is the entire theme of this episode. When you try to do something for the greater good, but you end up hurting other people, you, whether you think that, that that small group of people that you're helping is worth it or not, what you're not seeing are the people, the other people that get hurt. Letty didn't see that, that Coco was going to go kill Cecilia. Uh, the, 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 the whole piece with Felipe is he kept secrets and secrets and secrets and look at how much it harmed. He thought he was protecting people and look at what it actually did. It created an entire revolution. Right. Like the, the, sometimes these things have over art and I feel like she's making the same mistake with what I think she thinks are clear intentions for making things better but I don't see that as being the end result. The end result, I feel like the, the lesson in all of this is that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it was, it's an interesting turn because I really didn't see that one coming, uh, especially when they really established the fact that, uh, you know, why the Galindos specifically is what she has issues with. Um, you know, so, it, you know, like Miguel... Um, you know, like I could see the wheels turning in his head. Right. And I can only imagine that his goal is to get into a power position to where he can get there. They can meet their demise at his hands. Uh, I don't believe yeah. that Miguel, you know, he, he will probably will see that as a weak move to partnership with them or nothing or something. But, you know, he's also smart enough to realize he's not in a upper hand right now because everything he's done to try to quell them is not work. So I think that, well, and mm -hmm. it, it, you know, to be honest, the, 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 the phrase, the devil that you do know is better than the devil that you don't mm -hmm. is I think very much at play here. This is a great example of that. He doesn't know what she will do, but he also, but he knows a little bit about her tactics now uh, he also knows that the other thing is he knows that when she says something, it's true. Right. And, and that is, I think one of the biggest uh, things that he took away from that meeting with her in the basement. It, it's not, she's not spinning empty threats at him. Right. That seems very significant in, in terms of what his calculation will be now going forward. Yeah. He had to show, I mean, I'm sorry. She had to show him that they were legit 
you know, and that they can make things happen and they can make moves and that they weren't something that was easy to, you know, to take out. So he understands it on, you know, he, I mean, look what he did. They were, he would look what they did. They were able to, to uh, kidnap his child. They were able to get a uh, drug charge pinned on him and to show that she got connections within, you know, the federal government. So, you know, you know, she, she definitely showed that, you know, I'm a mover and a shaker. I can do, do things. And, um, I also, I I, want to, um, also with, uh, say something too about that scene where he takes out the guy in in the jail cell i think that was an important scene as well because it really what it did was it it uh it showed his his strength and uh so uh you know that we didn't realize he's not just he wasn't just anointed because of his father Right, yeah, he's he he definitely stands uh, by himself. But 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 his speech, his bad guy soliloquy to whatever that guy's name was to the the the, the poor demised guy now um, to the cockroach was was eloquent in that it just set this perfect stage up for him to say, look, I'm above all of you. This is so disgusting that I'm even here, right? And then to have him be brought into the basement, which in and of itself has its own visual kind of uh, awesomeness to it, mm-hmm. and and be schooled by Adelita about how the cockroaches are basically rising up to take power just felt so there was a justice in that you know i there was just something amazing about that feeling because here he is saying well see i can kill you ha 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 and and adelita brings him into the basement and says oh yeah well look at what i can do hold my beer (laughs) i mean that's exactly what it felt like yeah uh i'm you know like this you know this episode was so good and it was so much going on in there. I mean, there's, I mean, there's aspects of the episode. I we're probably not going to, I know we're not going to get to, uh, you know, easy, uh, in the bolo, um, you know, <laughs> and getting, you know, beat up by the cops and, uh, you know, there, I mean, there's so much to it. Um, cause we're getting, we're getting close to the end where, you know, we have to say goodbye, but, uh, I want to one, one, one more time though. I, I mean, for, the, the last thing I want to get to is the, the uh, situation with uh, Lincoln Potter. Um, you know, so now they've, you know, they've shown that he's fully invested in what's going on here. And you see that, uh, that uh, at the end of the episode that, you know, he has the Galindo family uh, arrested. And uh, so uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that as well. Well, I, the first thing is, uh, I didn't know if, uh, I didn't know what was up with him, right? I didn't know if he was actually still on the job or what. I mean, it could have been anything. So, no, clearly he's still on the job. Secondly, he has not just himself. Th- that task force was, that was quite the makeup of people. I mean, that was no small thing. It, but m- but my favorite part of that scene where they're in sort of that uh, that warehouse space was Jimenez saying... I've got information that you need and 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 all of a sudden now he inserts himself back into the narrative where 
just not even 15 minutes before it felt like, oh, wow, okay, this whole thing fell apart and easy is going to be in the wind. And it, wow, it, it, how fast things turn in this is sort of a surprise, but also epically awesome when it comes to the pacing of how we feel about the story itself. Like things are protracted in some ways, but man, they turn fast when they do turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, like I said, this, this show is very good and, uh, there's so much going on. And also, can I just reiterate how much I hate him? I, I hate Potter. Why? He's, just, he's the, he's, he's the just, law. He's got, he's so slimy. He is just so slimy. Everything about, I, I love that actor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this role because I, it cannot be easy to play this role. It cannot be, it cannot be without its own peril to play this role that is so hated and he does it so well so i give him full accolades for that it is such an just a hateable character he's just so just listening to him talk just made me want to take a shower it was so that's how bad it was yeah uh yeah he's a great character very good what character I have to say, though, what what did you think? I, I really want to get your opinion about what you thought was was sort of transpiring when they said, OK, well, he's off the grid. Do you think that that's why they came to arrest him? Because they were afraid he was going to go back off the grid? Uh, no, no, not at all. Um, I don't know. I think they saw a a window to to go and apprehend him. And because, uh, you know, he's trying to make his case. So. So uh, I, I think, yeah, I just think that was what it was. So you don't think that Potter knows anything about Adelita yet then? I don't think so. He didn't seem to unless he's playing dumb. Yeah. And see, the, the, I, I feel like the whole point of us being able to see that screen with, on, on the laptop with all of those windows was to show us not just how well connected Adelita is, but how incredibly powerful her connections really are so that when this comes up as an important part which obviously it already has with potter we will understand what what can happen next because she is so well connected right i have a feeling that this is all intricately connected yeah um so any last uh, anything before we say goodbye i i, I did want to just mention one thing about the easy and the club's reaction to easy's disappearing on them turning the cops around so that they didn't get searched with the guns and stuff like that mm -hmm. you know it was very interesting to listen to uh i'm sorry his name is escaping me but that when he basically gets called easy gets called out for doing something even though maybe it was the right thing to do maybe it was okay it it he, what he says was, hey, you know what? This actually put us in jeopardy. And so don't be going rogue because that's the wrong thing to do. And that seems pretty important at this point because that's kind of been Easy's fallback right now is, well, I, if I go rogue, as long as it benefits the club, everybody's cool with it. And clearly that line has now been drawn in the sand. It's not cool anymore. Right. So now what does he do? I mean, that's an, uh, an added level. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just love, though, the, um, what, you know, the decision that he made. 
in uh, stepping out like that because it's like, you know, if they had heard what they were going to say, you know, it would have been the end for him. So, I mean, that was the best thing to do. Just take your lumps and do it, you know. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed I enjoyed that. And it, it felt it felt like, you know, it, it just adds to EZ's, um the way that they see him. You know what I mean? And, and also, you know, big shout out to Jimenez for giving him the heads up because he didn't mm-hmm. have to. I mean, it could have just ended right there. I mean, in, in a metaphorical way, it could have just ended right there. But right. Jimenez was like, no, 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 I got this. <laughs> I think that was pretty, uh, it was pretty brave of him. Yeah. All right. So how can people get you on social media and all that good stuff? Uh, people can find me on social media at following bliss one on Twitter and on the web at critical laughs with two L's.com and movies, make the meal.com. All right. And you can get me at Kente F on uh, Twitter. That's K I N T E F on Twitter. And you can also go to our uh, website, indyradio.org. That's I N D Y radio.org. We will of course be back with an all new episode of talking Mayans MC. We'll be breaking down episode eight. Uh, looking forward to that. And uh, if you are on Indie Radio right now, in about an hour at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, we will be reviewing Halloween 1978 and getting everybody ready for the release of Halloween 2018, which comes out uh, tomorrow. So with all that said, you guys have a great week. God bless. And we'll catch you right here next time on Indie Radio.